congregation you may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You can just hear the frustration in his voice. John the Baptist. And this is not possibly what he would have expected. He's the forerunner of Jesus. I mean, his ministry really culminates in the baptism of our Lord out in the Judean wilderness along the Jordan River. He ushers in the coming of Jesus Christ. He is the one who has given the words from God, Behold the Lamb of God who comes and takes away the sins of the world. So how would he end up in prison? Jailed because of words that he had said. He had done nothing wrong unless you call calling people to repentance wrong. And maybe if you call the wrong people to repentance well, that's what was wrong. He had called Herod, Antipas too, repentance. That Herod would, should not take his brother Philip's wife as his own wife. John the Baptist spoke against that, and he was jailed, put in prison. Unmet expectations brings about frustration. And John is there. Matthew chapter 11, verse 3, the, or verse 2 and 3 there at the end. Are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? You can just hear it. The expectations that John the Baptist had for his own life and for what Jesus would do are just absolutely not met. He's confused and frustrated. Are you or are you not the Christ? If so, then how could things turn out this way? Jesus tells the disciples of John to go back and tell them what they have seen and what they have heard and what's happened. The deaf are made to hear. The blind are made to see. The dead are being raised. And good news is being preached to the poor. Isn't that enough? Should that not meet all of the world's expectations, let alone John? the one who baptizes. Shouldn't that meet and exceed our expectations? Or maybe our expectations are just way too high. What in the world does John want? What does he expect? What more could Jesus do to convince him? Maybe you're there today. Maybe you're there right now. 
may be the path of your life and as you have walked through these days has brought you to the place that you're at and it's not where you expected to be. And maybe you're throwing up your arms in frustration too to God and saying, how could this happen? And what in the world is going on, God? Unmet expectations. And what has God promised? He's promised to take care of our needs. And if we look at it that way, well, he's done a pretty good job because what are our, what are our needs? Well, we have all the earthly ones, of course, like house and home and food and relationships, family. But then what about the spiritual needs? Wow, if that's the case, well then God has gone above and beyond our expectations for what's needed. And if we're going to be truly honest, John the Baptist and congregation, what do we really deserve from God? John, you know above anybody else what you yourself deserve as a sinful person from God. God has caused in you this repentance that you now preach to others. That's a, a gift, expectations obviously met. And now you have beheld, and not only beheld, but have baptized the Son of God. And now the very thing that Jesus is coming to do and to fulfill will be done for you, though you yourself, John, will never see it. John won't make it. To the crucifixion of Jesus. John's head will be served on a platter at a party. Is that what you expected? Is that how you expect the, the kingdom of God to, to, to be realized? Is that what your expectations for your life would be? Beheaded because you preached repentance? What about the expectations that God has for his son, Jesus Christ? And Jesus himself is going to struggle with those expectations. The expectation is for him to go to the cross, to suffer, and to die for your sins and for my sins beyond expectations, beyond anything that we ever in this world deserved God through Jesus Christ does. You see, this is what we're preparing for. And if Advent is a preparation, then this is our preparation. That wherever God has us, He meets and exceeds expectations, not only worldly, but otherworldly, not only in the here and now by giving and gifting to us daily bread, but giving to us the very bread of life, His Son, Jesus Christ. And in a few moments, that will be realized when we come to the Lord's table and we partake of Christ's body and Christ's blood and our sins are forgiven. And then that puts into perspective 
all expectations for our lives, no matter where we're at or what circumstances are happening in our lives, we have the grace, mercy, and love of God here and now. Are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? We expect nothing. Nothing but the grace and mercy of God, which he himself pours out in the realization of this word and this sacrament. Amen. There's peace from God. It surpasses our ability as human beings to even understand or comprehend. May that peace guard your heart and your mind, always focused on your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.